The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Welcome back to VQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now, one of the godfathers of football analytics, it's Aaron Schatz of FTN. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Greatly appreciate it. Let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens here, because some folks do believe that they are the best team in the NFL right now. But even if you don't believe that, there, there's some real great evidence, especially when you look at DVOA, that the Ravens are undervalued in the Super Bowl market. How do you look at it? Yeah, our numbers love the Ravens right now, like crazy love the Ravens, as in they are the third best team we've ever tracked through nine games, which sounds crazy, and I don't think they're really that wow. good. But... They've beaten, like, we keep moving the goalposts on them, like, oh, I'll believe in the Ravens when they beat a good team. They beat Detroit, which is 6-2. and two. They beat Cleveland and Seattle, which are both 5-3. and three. And they didn't just beat these teams. They demolished all three of these teams. That is the sign of a top team. So they are absolutely undervalued in the Super Bowl market. But just in case we're wrong about the Ravens, I went in, and I lowered their rating by 20% so that it's the same as Kansas City's, so that they're both like tied at, at the top instead of Baltimore being way ahead. Then I re-ran our playoff simulation, and I still ended up with an assumed odds for the Ravens of plus 750, and the bet MGM odds are plus 900. So even if you think that we are overvaluing the Ravens by like a huge amount, they're mm -hmm. still a really good bet. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were we were doing our own version of power rankings this morning, and one of us put the Ravens one, and I can't argue that. But like you mentioned, Super Bowl odds, they're fourth. So if you don't want to make them the favorite, that's fine. But just being listed fourth, there still seems to be some value. So, so Aaron, in the college basketball world, when talking about betting, a lot of people refer to the Ken Palm rankings. And, oh, historically, if you have a top 20 offense, you have top 20 defense, you, you always have a team that's in the mix. That's uh, what it's kind of like the pedigree of a championship team. And I know I've seen the numbers cited before, but when it comes to winning the Super Bowl, uh, where do teams typically fall in, in your DVOA numbers? I mean, they're usually in the top five. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. The last few years, the number one team has rarely won the Super Bowl. Usually it's the hmm. team ranked two, three, or four that wins the Super Bowl. I don't know why that is. If you go back to the 90s, right? We have our ratings that go all the way back to 1981. If you go back to the 80s and 90s, the number one team wins much more often. But it's not like it's a succession of like number 16 teams that win it all. Usually it's teams that are in the top four, in the top five. This year, that would be Baltimore, KC, San Francisco, Detroit. Those are our top four teams right now. That's the team I wanted to ask you about is Detroit because you do have them ranked fourth overall. And that's another team I thought, especially on the NFC side, that you could find some value for both conference and Super Bowl. Would you invest in any futures with them if you also factor in your DVO rankings? Yeah, I understand the idea that a team with a top quarterback should not be considered a top Super Bowl contender. But if you're going to consider the 49ers with Brock Purdy a top Super Bowl contender because the scheme Mm -hmm. makes Brock Purdy as good as he's been, then you have to consider the Detroit Lions with Ben Johnson's scheme and Jared Goff also a top Super Bowl contender because Goff is not really any worse than Purdy. And Ben Johnson's scheme is pretty impressive. What it's done for Detroit over the last year and a half is pretty Remarkable. So um, I, I personally, if I was going to put money on Detroit, I, I kind of feel like I would rather put it on them to be NFC champions than to be Super Bowl yeah. champions, because I think I feel a little bit like, you know, when it gets to the final game and they have to play Kansas City and what if it's Steve Spagnolo's blitzing a scheme or they have to play Baltimore and the Baltimore's blitzing scheme? I feel like I don't know if I believe in golf, but uh, as NFC winner, yeah, plus 600, that, that absolutely is value there. Kind of a two-part question, and it involves the lackluster offenses that we have seen in the National Football League this season. A, is there some way to use DVOA to highlight just how bad offenses have been this season? And then also, if you do have a good offense, are you that much likelier to go deep in the playoffs than, say, in seasons past? I think the answer to the second question is yes, because the differentiation between the best offenses and the mediocre offenses feels larger this year. Uh, It's hard to use DVOA to measure the difference in offense because DVOA is normalized where every year averages zero. So in other words, the average team every year is the same, even if the actual amount of offense in the league goes up and down. That's how we're able to compare teams from the 80s and 90s to teams from today. But there's lots of other evidence out there that the offensive numbers are down this year. 
Okay. What about Philadelphia? There's another big difference here with with your numbers compared to the Super Bowl odds. Super Bowl odds have the Eagles as the best team in the NFC, second best in the league as the second favorite, but you have the Eagles down at 10. Why the Eagles so far down? Yeah, it's really interesting, and it feels wrong. Like, if you look at the Eagles and the teams that are slightly above them, you know, subjectively, I'd put the Eagles above Cleveland. You know, I'd put the Eagles above Dallas. I'd put the Eagles above Jacksonville. But uh, they're not the number one team in the league. They have a lot of close wins against bad opponents, right? They have the nice, convincing win against Miami, Mm -hmm. but then they have a lot of close wins against bad opponents. We're not the only stat that has them lower. ESPN's FPI has Philadelphia seventh right now, which I think is a little bit more probably close to where they should be. Now, if you want to talk about Super Bowl odds, the fact is we, you know, we can talk about ratings, but they're eight and one, right? So they seem to have the inside track on the number one seed. They actually, their schedule is not as hard as people think it is the rest of the way. They're already eight and one. I don't think they're, you know, I wouldn't put money on them, but I don't think they're dramatically overvalued. But as far as like how good the actual teams are in a neutral, you know, on a neutral field, which they'll never play on because games are likely to be at Lincoln Financial. But on a neutral field, they simply have not been as good this year as San Francisco and Detroit. You mentioned a little bit ago that the teams ranked two, three and four typically win the Super Bowl, obviously. Plenty of football still left to be played, but if you had to predict today, where would you be looking for, you know, the two teams in the Super Bowl and the winner? I mean, listen, my numbers love the Ravens. I think the Ravens are great. Um, I think there's so much value there. There is a little bit of worry still. You know, Lamar Jackson the last two years has gotten injured at the end of the year. You don't, you know, you have to hope that he's healthy through the year, but I don't think the fact that the Ravens didn't get it done in 2019 when they were the number one team in the league means that they won't get it done this year. History is filled with quarterbacks who couldn't get it done in the playoffs until the year they finally did. Mm -hmm. Whether that's Peyton Manning or Steve Young in 1994, right? Like great quarterbacks will eventually be great. So if I had to predict the Super Bowl right now, I would say San Francisco and Baltimore would be my predictions. I feel pretty strongly about San Francisco as the best team to come out of the NFC. Uh, I feel stronger about that than I do about any of the AFC teams. There's just a lot more competition in the AFC. Hmm. Similar argument that you made at the start of the season when it came to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they're getting to the playoffs, but they can't quite break through. Well, they won't until they do, right? And so I do wonder, uh, even though the record is lackluster, that DVOA, they still look pretty solid. And certainly in terms of ceiling, Josh Allen's ceiling is about as high as any quarterback out there. I'm curious uh, how you look at the Buffalo Bills and their chances going forward. Yeah, man, I wish. Uh, I like to be right, you know, but the Bills uh, are fifth in DVOA, uh, but with a big red arrow downward. Their their defense Mm -hmm. has been the worst in the league over the last five weeks. Uh, Their defense is just trashed by injuries right now. And even though their offense is much better than people think it is, right? Their offense has uh, had the best success rate in the league over the last five weeks. But they're lacking in explosive plays. They have poor fumble recovery luck. And they've faced long fields because their defense sucks. And I just don't think the defense is coming back. 
So I think Buffalo will make the playoffs, but they don't feel like a serious Super Bowl contender with the defense playing the way it is right now. Mm. Uh, Cincinnati, everybody's in. They're buying the Burrow MVP tickets. They're taking a look at Bengals futures. It, it appears that they're back to what they were last year, offensively and defensively now. It's a smaller sample size argument, but two very tough opponents in Buffalo and San Francisco. Uh, the DVOA numbers are down, obviously, because we're looking at it, uh, what we have through nine weeks. But if we go small sample size and look over the past couple of games, it, are the Bengals with the elites? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, mm. someone complained to me online about why isn't DVOA like the Bengals more? And I'm like, because the whole season <laughs> happened, right? Like, I, you can't happen. make those <laughs> games when Burrow was hurt and not have happened. Like, they happen. It's not... The stat measures what's happened in the past. I don't, you know, when I'm doing my playoff odds, I fiddle with it to try to predict the future, you know, drop the Vikings without Cousins, raise the Bengals now that Burrow is healthy. But when it comes to the actual numbers themselves, you know, the, those games happen. But, yeah, they look completely different the last couple of games. The defense has been better, and, and the offense has been so much better. Another team I want to ask you about is the Dolphins. Really fun, likable team, uh, can be explosive offensively. I think you have them, what, seventh in DV? Yeah, seventh yeah, overall in DVOA. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. so what what is your assessment of them, big picture? Boy, it doesn't seem like they can really make – the offensive system doesn't seem as powerful as uh, when they play against better de uh, defenses, does it? <laughs> I mean, they were, like, historically good for the first few weeks. And the 70-burger they put on Denver, and now they're actually third. They're no longer number one in offense, and they're 24th on defense and 25th uh, in special teams. Now, listen, I mean, there's signals that the defense is getting better – uh, with Jalen Ramsey back and the idea that maybe it, it takes a little time to learn Fangio's scheme. I don't know, but uh, I'm not as high on Miami. I think, I think their odds are about right. I mean, they're like seventh right now in the Super Bowl odds and they're seventh in DVOA. So that seems about right. But the offense has slowed down. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, TEND is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. A little bit. I wouldn't call this a doomsday scenario, but definitely it was something that I thought was a serious possibility heading into the season, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars getting the one seed in the AFC. And saying to say the Jaguars, we don't look at them the same way as we do the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Baltimore Ravens, things like that. But getting the one seed and getting that by is enormous. And so if it is possible, and heck, the NFC, we also could see something similar there. If, say, the Eagles continue to win games in an unimpressive way. So I'm curious when it comes to the value of getting that one seed when, say, DVOA, you know, our own eyeballs as well, uh, are saying to discount these teams. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, the Jaguars are sixth, so I wouldn't discount them, but uh, no, the, the first seed is huge, not just because you get the week to rest your guys, but it's just one less chance to lose, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you go into every playoff game with a chance to lose. And just having that, even if you suggest that the best team in the league is going to win the play, their playoff games 80% of the time, that's a 20% chance to lose that you just don't have when you don't play a game in week one. So um the thing is, we only have the Jaguars in our simulations getting the number one seed 10% of the time. It's much more mm-hmm. likely that it goes to Kansas City or Baltimore based on how good those teams have been so far this year. So I don't think we're going to get up the point where the Jaguars are the one seed. What's more likely that will blow people's minds is that Detroit is a one seed because their schedule is the fourth easiest in the league the rest of the way. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, Tomorrow night, we have two of the bottom four when it goes to DVOA. I'm in Chicago, so I'm I'm paying close attention to worst records since the Bears own that Carolina pick and they're facing Carolina tomorrow. And then you've got, well, Arizona, they have the worst record. They have the number one pick right now, but Kyler Murray's coming back. So how's that going to change things up? But then I go to the very bottom and I see a team that I have not mentioned yet. Uh, how how accurate has it been over the years when you go to the bottom as far as being the worst? Yeah, I mean, the worst team doesn't always get the number one pick because teams luck their way into wins and whatever. But yeah, you're probably talking about the New York Giants, who despite being mm-hmm. two and seven are by far the worst team in DVOA this year. And it's going to get worse. I mean, Tommy DeVito... No disrespect. Sounds like the guy that they pulled out of the stands to start because everyone's injured, like the replacements, like he's Shane Falco or something, right? Like, I mean, the Giants are going to be really bad the rest of the way. So I think uh, our our playoff odds report 
currently has the Giants picking first overall 19% of the time. So we have between the two picks that Chicago has, they have the first pick 46% of the time. Arizona, 28%, and the Giants, 19%. Amazing. Aaron Schatz, if But you want to know where so I have value, by the way? Can, can I just yeah. say where I think there's value? Drake mm-hmm. may sure. be the number one overall pick. Mm. Yep. That's instead of Caleb Williams. I like it. Aaron Schatz of FTN, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is Becky Well Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a packed NBA card tonight. We will go over our favorite angles and anything else we haven't gotten to. That's right here on the Becky Well Network.